This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 30th of November. In your Sport Today, the Storm consider cutting a star player. Djokovic's dad speaks out. The NBL's new rule. And a name change to remember. This is your Sport Today. We begin with Rugby League because there are reports the Melbourne Storm are thinking about releasing star player Brandon Smith from the final year of his contract following an interview he did over the weekend about playing for another club. Yeah, Fez, apparently this did not go down well with Storm officials who are reportedly going to meet up with Smith later this week. Now, the context here is Smith still has one year left on his current deal at Melbourne, but under NRL rules, he's been able to meet up with other clubs ever since November 1 to try to work out a contract for the 2023 season and beyond. Now, Smith has spent time in Queensland meeting up with officials from the other teams up there, and some people believe he could get up to a million bucks a year, and that's because he is one of the best utility players in the NRL. Yeah, he's New Zealand's dummy half and can play most positions on the footy field. Uh, So if Smith is allowed to talk to other clubs, Gabs, why the Storm so upset? Well, it's all because of an interview he did where he basically said that he was going to join the Roosters and they're one of Melbourne's biggest rivals. Now, That by itself isn't really an issue, but they were reportedly disappointed with some of the quotes where Smith said that he was dreaming of winning a comp in a Roosters jersey. The Storm, well, they've supported Smith after a video of him with a white powder emerged during grand final week, but it's unclear whether they would release him early because A, he's a really good player, and B, the Roosters would need to find room in their salary cap for next year. The incident, it comes a week after a leaked photo showed Panthers forward Viliami Kikau in a Bulldogs jersey, even though he won't play for them until 2023. Smith is one of the best players and biggest characters in the NRL, so we'll hear more about this during the week. The Matildas didn't get the result they were after in their first match against the USA on Saturday in Sydney. They went down 3-0, but they've got a chance to bounce back tonight with the second match in Newcastle. Yeah, and if you remember that one, Fez, they fell behind after just 24 seconds on Saturday, Mm. and that's an area that Coach Tony Gustafson says Matildas really must improve as they look ahead to the 2023 World Cup. Now, the Matildas, they dominated possession in that first friendly, but they just weren't able to take their chances, and then at the other end, they couldn't stop the Americans when they got in front of goal. Gustafson says he's the one to blame for Australia's defensive issues that have seen them win just one of their past six games. And one of the issues has been the rotation of goalkeepers and defenders. But Gustafson says that's going to continue until he settles on players for next year's Asian Cup, which is going to be held in India. Yeah, it's just around the corner. Gabs, the Asian Cup will be held in January. Uh, tonight's match is at McDonald's Jones Stadium in Newcastle. It kicks off at 8.05pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. A big crowd is expected, but if you can't get to the game, coverage begins at 7.30pm on Network 10. Let's go to tennis now because Novak Djokovic's dad says that his son probably won't play in the Australian Open, and that's because of the mandatory COVID vaccine rules that have been put in place. 
Yeah, Surjan, that's Novak's dad, he compared the Australian Open's vaccine stance to blackmail and he said that people had a personal right to refuse the jab if they wanted to. He said that Novak probably wouldn't play under the conditions, but it is important to point out that the men's world number one hasn't made a final decision yet. It is still unclear whether Djokovic has been vaccinated, Fez, and that's an issue because unless he can prove that he has been jabbed, then he won't be able to play in Melbourne next year. Yeah, and that's because the Australian Open organisers have said that all players must be fully vaccinated against COVID if they want to play. That brings us to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. How many times has Novak Djokovic won the Aussie Open? You got a clue for us, Gabs? Yeah, I think I'd be riding on a certain cloud if I'd won it this many times. It's got a silver lining for sure, Gabs. <laughs> uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Those who tuned in yesterday will remember we spoke about how a Portuguese football club had to play with only nine players because their players had contracted COVID-19. Well, it turns out those players have the new variant, Omicron. Yeah, and the club we're talking about is Belenenses, and 13 players there have the new variant, which actually accounts for all of the Omicron cases in Portugal. Now, one of the positive players is South African defender Kafu Fete, and he recently played for his country in South Africa, and that's where the Omicron variant was first detected. Now, all 44 Belenenses players and staff are isolating, and it's reported that most are asymptomatic or have mild symptoms at this stage. International sporting contests from junior hockey, wrestling, and cricket matches in South Africa and bordering countries have been suspended due to the new Omicron strain, and now countries are even closing their borders to Southern African nations. Yeah, and just overnight, Australia has delayed reopening its international border for fully vaxxed visa holders until December the 15th. The Squiz Daily Newsletter has the latest on the Omicron variant. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to sign up and learn more about it. Basketball is set to be the latest sport in Australia to introduce a challenge system when the NBL season starts on Friday night. Yeah, that's right, and we've seen captains have the right to challenge on-field decisions in the NRL, cricket has the decision review system, and tennis has had Hawkeye for a number of years. And now the NBL is going to bring in a coach's challenge, which is going to allow coaches to challenge decisions they think are wrong. Coaches, they can challenge calls for things like personal fouls or out-of-bounds decisions, which are then going to be looked at in the NBL Replay Centre. But Fez, they can only do it if they've got an available timeout left. Now, this is a big deal because if you get it right, you can keep challenging if it's successful. But obviously, you're going to lose it if it's wrong. The coach's challenge was brought into the NBA in the US in 2019 and it's helped make the right calls in the big moments. Uh, Fans will get their first look at the new rule when the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers take on the Brisbane Bullets on Friday night in the season opener. Let's stick with basketball because we hear a lot about players changing teams all the time. Well, an NBA player has gone a few steps further. Boston star Enos Kanter has decided to change his last name. Yeah, look, I've also thought about changing my first name, especially when an American (laughs) coffee chain called me Monton when my thick shake was ready a few years ago. Come on, guys. Monton. Come on, guys. Boston's Ennis Cantor, he's decided to add freedom to the end of his name, and that's to celebrate becoming an American citizen. Cantor Freedom, well, he's been one of the most politically vocal players in the NBA and reportedly had his Turkish passport taken off him back in 2017 for publicly criticising Turkish politics. 
President Erdogan. He's also worn shoes during games to support Tibet's independence from China, which has seen China stop showing Celtics games this season. Kirta Freedom's citizenship ceremony is today over in the States. Uh, the name change comes 10 years after LA Lakers star Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Peace. He now goes by Meta Sandiford Artest. Time for catch this and overnight golf lost one of its most important pioneers. Lee Elder was the first black man to play at the Masters. He died aged 87. He said he didn't want to be remembered just for that. He wanted to be remembered as a good golfer and that he was. He won four times on the PGA Tour. Yeah, just a quick one for me. Paul Gallen, he's now going to fight former NRL player Darcy Lussick in Sydney on December 22. You might remember his original opponent, Josh Alloyer, he tested positive to COVID last week and had to withdraw from their fight. Yep, another fight night in Sydney coming up. Uh, All right, as for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, how many times has Novak Djokovic won the Australian Open? Give it to us, Gabs. Fez, I mentioned clouds. It's cloud nine. He's won it nine times. Nine times, correct. Thank you very much for that, Monten. Uh, All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you again tomorrow. 